Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host. Before Adam O'Leary co-founded Trustscout, a successful video testimonial capture tool, he was $32,000 in debt, working as an overnight custodian. Today, we're going to discuss how Adam went from thousands of dollars in debt to traveling the world and living the life he wants, largely because of the power of video testimonials. In today's episode, we'll cover the following key takeaways. Number one, video testimonials are an incredible way to build our credibility and trust with our audience. Number two, before we ask our customers for a video testimonial, we should provide them with massive value. Number three, to encourage our customers to provide a video testimonial, we can give them an incentive. And number four, we can put our video testimonials on their own webpage and use it to generate sales. Thank you so much for joining us today, Adam. Thank you, Nathan. I'm super excited for this podcast. So can you start off by sharing with us something that you're super passionate about? Absolutely. For me, my passion 100% is travel. Um, as Nathan and I were actually just talking about, you, as we were talking about before, um, I'm in Medellin right now. I'm in Colombia. I, I am absolutely fascinated by different cultures around the world and being able to explore uh, and for me, I mean, everything I do is literally just to kind of continue this this never-ending journey of trying to explore different cultures, even cultures with inside of like cultures themselves, like inside of one country. You'll find, especially in Colombia, if you go to Cali, it's a very different culture than Medellin. And then if you go over to Cartagena, it's very different as well. So like that alone just... It excites me to no end. <laughs> I agree with you. When I travel, I don't like going to the touristy traps. I like try to get away from all of that and and go where the locals go. Absolutely. All right. Can you tell me about the greatest home run you've hit, the greatest success that you've had so far related to uh, growing with video testimonials? Was it kind of by accident? Uh, I'll give a little background about like how video testimonials even came to be, because I think that kind of ties in perfectly with this. Uh, so with me, what I was doing initially is I had basically no idea how to go ahead. I just knew I wanted to travel and stuff like that, but I didn't know how to make any money or anything like that online. Um, and it was until I found somebody and, and what happened is he, he had a software company and I basically created an agency that could end up assisting uh, his business and, and help him grow, which I was able to help him get up past the 2 million mark per year, which was a pretty exciting feat going, taking a, a company that just started up a, a few months before and then watching it grow up to $2 million ARR per year. It was a really cool thing. And I started going ahead and I started doing this with other businesses. I just started tapping in, started diving into different software companies, starting to see what they were doing. Um, and the more that I started trying to expand out and find these other clients that were out there, uh, there was one client in particular, and this is when the, the kind of idea really blossomed, is that they had over 100,000 customers. And they had, if you're going to write sales copy, it's great to show sh social proof or any of that type of stuff. And what happened is they had three testimonials out of 100,000 customers. And looking at this, this was like the craziest thing to me, because if you're going to write sales copy of any sort, you need to have proof. You want to have people like bragging about how amazing it is. You need to find case studies and different things. Um, and with that client, I basically just went ahead and I said, listen, would you pay me to go out and actually hunt for these video testimonials for you? Because I'd love to be able to include them in the sales pages that we're running and things like this. 
uh, and he ended up saying yes. And we ended up taking this page that they had, which wasn't really converting good at all, ended up putting together a, a sales package, but with video testimonials inside of it and, uh, and started offering that to his clientele. And we started getting that up past like $10,000 per month, that same exact thing that wasn't converting, but helped him start driving over 10K per month just by using that social proof and that credibility booster. Um, it was a really, it, to me, that was kind of like a very big eye-opening experience and uh, really kind of shook my world, to put it lightly. <laughs> Let's dive into your area of expertise. So you went from, from more of a service type business to, to running a SaaS business. Can you tell us about the difference between those two? Maybe the pros and the cons and, and uh, which one you recommend? <laughs> I, I would say that there's pros and cons definitely to both. And I would say what I do more is I kind of do a, a medium of the two. Uh, I, I'm, in an agency type of world, you're going ahead and you're selling your time in order or in exchange for money. I mean, that's what an agency is. You're selling your time or you're selling your contractor's time that you set up in exchange for money. And, and honestly, it's a really good way to get started um, if you have never made a dollar before because you, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what actually businesses need. You can come out and be like, oh, businesses need uh, copywriting or businesses need SEO or, or video editing or whatever it may be. Uh, and then you come up with this idea, but you have nobody to sell it to because you don't actually know what the problems are. Um, so kind of running an agency for me to start up was, was very interesting because I was able just to in initially tap into a business and I went in not knowing anything. My, my sales pitch that I had was, I'll make you more money than you'll ever have to pay me. That was my, my promise. And I told them, you can pay me commission to start. And that's what we did. We did a commission deal and I made them quite a few dollars on my, my <laughs> in the first couple of months and stuff and continued there on, uh, for after. Um, but then I started identifying, okay, wait a minute, this is what businesses truly need. Um, and the more that I started working out of that and started working with other clients instead of just one, I started now being able to replicate that across many different businesses. Um, I kind of had this little epiphany was like, why can't I just do this myself? Um, I'm helping all these businesses go out and, and really be able to generate it. Like it would be nice for me to be able to, to have my own type of a business. And that's when I went up ahead and partnered up with my partner, Dan, and, uh, we, we started crushing it. We brought Heather on board too. And, and the three of us, we went into having a software company and a software company has completely different, uh, problems of its own, you know, like, I mean, in one, you're going ahead in the agency world, you're hustling all of the time, selling your time for money. And then the software world, you're trying to put out fires at every little turn. Um, but for my side, what I really like to do at Trustcode is almost kind of like a, a middle of the road, um, where it's kind of like a, a software that you can use, but we do an insane amount of training. We, it's more like a software consultancy is almost like the way that I would put it. Because I, I don't want you just to go use the software and then forget about it. Like you've probably done with the last 45 softwares that you've used and bought, or maybe you've tried every single, like, like there's all of these types of uh, managers and stuff like that, social media post tools, you know, like you go ahead, you buy it, and then you have no idea, or like you just stop using it like three weeks later, or sometimes even 48 hours later. So for me, it was like trying to take that agency type of world where we can really try to implement it into your business 
while at the same time being able to provide you that service that's able to operate um, at the same time. So you would recommend kind of a a synergy between an agency model and a SaaS model where you kind of get the best out of both. Yeah. If somebody's just starting up a business, then definitely 100%. And if you are already running a business, I couldn't recommend it enough because if you're tying like a, I kind of call it like a software agency or a software consultant, you know, if, if you're able to tie other pieces of software into your downsell of your current funnel, or if you're able to tie your, um, like for even for us, for our agency, we started realizing that we were declining 80% of applicants. And the number one reason was because they didn't have enough proof. I think it was like 85% actually. They didn't have enough proof where when we were going ahead and writing copy for them, it just, we could write copy, but if you don't have the, the, the nuts and the bolts, it didn't really make sense to, to, to service you. So what we started doing is we started declining people and started saying, listen, go start using this before it was even called trust code. It was just go use our tool that we have that collects video testimonials um, and go and use this. And we were literally just going and just downselling every single um, person video testimonials because we literally needed them to have proof. So it, it, it was a perfect synergy between the two. So yeah, I would say whether you're just starting up a business, I mean, that's a, having a, a, whether it's a white labeled agency or something like that is a great way to do it because you don't have to deal with the headaches of actually developing the product. And then secondly, if you already have a business, like plug it into your downsell, plug it into your upsells, you know, like there's so many other avenues inside of your business. I'm sure that you're missing out of revenue on. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey to, to create Trust Scout? Tell us your story. Yeah. So for me, I was crazy. It was like what five, six years ago now. Uh, I was a night shift custodian <laughs> who was trying to pay his way through college. Like that's literally it. I ended up taking a job as a night shift custodian um, at a university. Um, and the cool part, if you work at a university in any position, you get a free college education. Uh, minus like a $20 fee or something per class. So what I did is I applied at these universities because I, my parents wanted me to go to college. So I felt like I almost had to, and I didn't want to pay. So it kind of worked out. I'd rather make money going to college than lose money. Um, but what ended up happening is, I mean, it was not an enjoyable job in any way, shape or form. And I was going and I was buying an endless amount of stuff online to try to figure out how do I get out of this night shift job? Like I want to just travel. That's the only thing that I cared about. So I would buy programs. I bought sales courses. I bought everything under the sun. And I ended up winding up 32K in debt uh, on credit cards is not a fun way to live. So I recommend not ending up 32K in debt in credit cards. Um, but what ended up happening is I was doing real estate as well on the side. I was working as night shift custodian and during the morning I would do real estate. And when I was doing real estate, I started learning this cool thing called Facebook ads. And back then what I did, it was if you're in real estate. I recommend that you do this in your neighborhood. I mean, it took like quite a bit of work. I think it took about a week, a week and a half of work to do so. But I started realizing that there was high turnover in specific neighborhoods. So I realized that specific neighborhoods would have a turnover rate of 10%. So in real estate, uh, turnover, just for those of you guys who don't know, means that uh, on average, people inside of this neighborhood, 10% of them will sell their house that year. 
So I went back four years in the MLS in the Boston area. And I literally just got a map and just started placing dots. So I put red dots, I put blue dots, and I just started tallying up all of these little neighborhoods to find out where all of these homes were for sale. Then what I did that is I just dropped a pin inside the middle of each of those and put it on a one mile radius. And I would just target them like, hey, are you looking to sell your house in the next year? Uh, as I knew 10% of the people who saw those ads were going to say yes. Um, and I was generating for $5 a day. I was getting like 30 to 60 like really hot leads on a monthly basis. Uh, people who were looking to sell. And I hated real estate. I, there was too much emotions in it for me. I just did not enjoy it at all. I'd go over people's houses and then when you're selling a house or if a family member just died, you know, like those are the people I just, I kept running into and it was just like an emotional drain on me uh, that I would just refer them off to all the other agents. And when I did that, after about two months, my manager called me into her office. Her name was Emily. She is a godsend. I love her because she's really what catapulted me to do what I did. We had about a two to three hour discussion. And she said, Adam, listen, what you're doing is insane. And you're not making nearly enough money as you should be. You could be making way more money helping other agents do this for themselves. She's like, and she started pointing out like real estate coaches and stuff like that. Um, it was like, you need to find a way to speak to the masses. And like, I know you always want to travel. And like, if you can find something online, it could really help you. And it kind of drove me crazy because I already tried, like I already invested in so many programs and stuff to figure out like, what am I doing? And uh, so what I ended up just doing is I just sat down and I didn't know what I was doing. I found a place called Udemy and I just looked on courses and I looked for people who were making any sort of money online. And my, my goal was a million dollars a year because if they could do a million dollars a year, then that means I could do 2 million. That was like my idea. It was like, whatever they can do, I'm willing to double their workload to like make it happen because I just want to do what I want to do. And I found this one guy, uh, he was very, it was very interesting. He promised at the end of the course, if you finish the course within 48 hours and did all of the homework, then you could schedule a call with him, which I guess uh, nobody ever actually did. <laughs> I was the first person to ever do so. Uh, so he was shell-shocked. Um, but I just told them on that call, literally when we jumped on the call, I said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm going to come work for you for free for 30 days. I'll fly out wherever you are. And, uh, you're going to teach me everything that you know, and I'll make you more money than you'll ever have to pay me. And he was dumbfounded to say the least. <laughs> he told me absolutely not. Um, and I think it was about four days later after me, I mean, every day I was emailing him. I was like, Hey, we're going to do this. He would get, he would be like, Oh, I'm getting into like private equity. I'm starting to learn about this. Like, and he would be like, I'm, I'm studying this course. So I, I didn't sleep for two whole days. And I watched like all of this stuff about private equity and all of this, this things. And he was, he was like, okay, wait a minute. You're serious. And I flew over to the Philippines because he was going to a private equity event there. And in this event, um, it was really cool. I got to meet some, some people doing some pretty big things in the market. And, uh, but he ended up sitting me down and he showed me, he said, listen, I just want you to respond to a hundred percent of people that message in the chat box. And I was like, okay, I had no idea what was going on. And he was doing this thing called a webinar and it was on GoToWebinar. And he ended up selling the software at the end and he made $1,500 in an hour, which to me 
$1,500 in an hour was like the craziest amount of money I have ever seen in my entire life. Like I was hooked. Like <laughs> it was done at that moment. I was so addicted at that moment. So what I ended up doing is I started seeing this. I started watching his webinars. Like when I finished work that day at his, at the office that he had in, in Manila, I would literally just go back and rewatch the webinars that he did. And I was like, how did he make $1,500? And then like, what is this? What is he doing that's different than what I would do? And I just started trying to master it. And I'm a slow learner. So it took me quite a, quite a while to figure it out. But I ended up promising him um, at the end of the 30 days, he says, okay, now that you've learned what I do, how are you going to make me money? And I said, well, listen to me. Uh, I'll tell you what, what I'm going to do. Okay. Right now you're selling your product for $67. I said, I guarantee you, I can get this software well above like $10,000 a year. And that was my mission. And he was like, no, come on. Like, that's not going to happen. I was like, what you have is amazing. Like, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I bet you I can go out and, and start selling this software. And I think that we can up this price from $67 and get it up well above a couple thousand dollars a year, if not even $10,000 a year. Um, and he was like, okay. And the first thing I did is I literally did a webinar for myself. I didn't sell anything. But what I did is I showed everybody the software. And at the very end, I asked everybody to make a review um, of what they thought about the software. I wanted every single person, there was about 120 people on the webinar. And I told all of them, I want you to make a review. Some of them made video reviews, some of them made written reviews. And I ended up using that. And I just kind of made just one, like, I think it was lead pages or something back when we were using it. It was like one thing that was just literally just endless amounts of screenshots from the Facebook group and the video testimonials we would throw up there too. And I would just go ahead and I just started hopping on calls with people who didn't buy. It was on his list who just never bought the software. And the only thing I would do is I'd find out what they were trying to do. And it was video software. I was trying to, what type of video they were in, what they were using. And I would say, listen, we've now, we're well over 200 people where we're just starting off. And I would show them the page with the hundred reviews that we had now. And I was able to start selling the, the software and get it up to a, a 2K per year type of a, an amount. Um, and some of it even more, depending on how many, how many videos they needed to create it on a, on a regular basis. It's a cool experience. <laughs> Why should a business use video testimonials? Just in a nutshell, give me the biggest benefits of, of using this, this product you're offering. Sure, absolutely. Trust and rapport. <laughs> that would be the two words that I'd be looking at. If, if you're really trying to go after a specific segment or a very specific niche, uh, like as they say, if you're not talking to anybody, then nobody's going to buy it. You know, like if, if you have just a, a blanket sales page that's targeting every niche out there, every possible buyer, then it's not really meaningful. If you're targeting a hyper specific niche, like yoga studios, if, if you have something that's only working with yoga studios, if you're only working with entrepreneurs, for example, so if you're only working with consultants, uh, my favorite little trick that I like to use to immediately gain uh, reputation in a specific market is I find the biggest and baddest influencer. I find the biggest and baddest person who's in that market. And I want a, a video from that person. I, I want them literally talking about what they think about me. I want them talking about what I think they think about my company. I want them going in, using the software, telling them what they think about that. Because if I can find the 
biggest and baddest person, you know, that can go ahead and make me a video review. I just boosted my credibility. There's nothing you can write on paper that can boost your credibility that high. There's nothing that you can do. I mean, it's, it's, it's the fastest way to tap into any industry, hands down. Okay, so once a business is sold and they want to get more video testimonials, sometimes they get discouraged. They realize it's a little bit harder to get customers to act or their customers aren't real comfortable with video. What advice do you have? What strategies do you have for actually getting the video testimonials? Sure, yeah. There's two ways that you can do it. And it's completely up to you. Everybody has their own ideas on what way they want to go and, and go about it. But the first, the first way that you can do is to do a big win um, and then ask. So something where somebody is like leaping for joy. Um, one of the ways that we did it before was that we would host, and, and even in like the story that I was talking about earlier, when we got that price from $67 up to a couple thousand dollars per year, what I did is I, I went ahead and I did something extremely valuable. I didn't just go ahead and ask. I, I put on an event and it was a big event that I wanted to do. I wanted everybody to know this is an event that I'm doing and I'm giving them massive value. And then afterwards, I asked for the video testimonial. I gave and then I, I said, hey, listen, if you loved what we did, if you love the software, I'd love for you to go ahead and talk about X, Y, and Z in the video that you're going to make or the, the written testimony that you're going to make. And it's because of that aha moment that they have, like that big win. Once, once you, it's, it's like in, I think Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it, like that jab, jab, hooker. I think that was the book that he called. But jab, jab, right hook. Yeah. Yeah. Jab, jab, right hook. Exactly. But like you have to give in order to receive. If you just go ahead and ask people for a video testimonial, it's probably not going to work out. But if you can give them that big win, then they're more likely to. And then the second way that you can do it is that you can give an incentive to go ahead and get a, um, a video testimonial. And in the incentive, all you have to make sure is that you just disclose some like on that page that these people may have been um, incentivized to make this, but they are actual users and things like that. Um, so you can give a bonus, uh, a free bonus that you already have, a discount off the next purchase, for example, 20% off or anything like that. So it really depends on which avenue you're looking for. If you're looking to go ahead and do the, the event route, it's a great way to do it. Really, really good way to do it. And if you're looking to go the more um, evergreen style route, then giving a little bonus or something like that does work. Okay. So once we get these videos created, where do we put them? How do we leverage these videos most effectively? I love to use them. My favorite use case is putting them on, we call it like a wall of love. Um, so creating one page that just has all of your videos on it. Uh, that's a really great use case for it. The second one is because that can be used for two things. It, it can be used for phone sales. If you do phone sales, it's a really, really good thing to slip inside of your follow-up for your, your salesperson to close. Um, and then secondly, it's really good even to place if you're running ads or something, just like, hey, see what other people see about us, like in the menu bar with a bunch of buy buttons on it. Like literally when we did it, we just had, it was just, all testimonials and then just scattered buy buttons throughout of it. Like maybe like every four to six, we would just put a buy button. And it was just, I mean, you're just getting hit with hundreds of people just saying, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, that it <laughs> really makes your life easier. The second use case, we'd love to do it for this as well as in our video sales letters. Um, it's like, as, as you said, like people don't really believe necessarily what you say. It's people will take a referral or whatever, 10 times more than what you're just talking about yourself. Um, and it's true. So inside of video sales letters, we'll slip it inside. Inside webinars, we'll slip it inside. 
um, in retargeting ads will definitely put it because I mean, if somebody's really on the fence or if there's a deadline that somebody has to hit to buy before an event or something like this, it's pretty critical um, that you you put that that social proof in front of them. Um, so there's there's lots of little ways, and I'm sure I'm missing a few of them, but there's tons of ways that you can use video testimonials for your advantage. I love it. Any more advice on how we can effectively grow with video testimonials? I would just say you just got to start testing. I mean, that's really what everything comes down to is just test, 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 test everything. When you're, when you're going ahead, if, if you do split testing already right now, um, I, I mean, I love when people split test trying to do it without video reviews and then putting video reviews on their sales pages and then seeing the results and what actually happens. That usually gets me very excited. So, I mean, it really just comes down to doing it. With Trustscout, we made it as simple and as easy as humanly possible for people to go and get video testimonials. Uh, so if you're looking for a way to do so without really any crazy work, I mean, just give it a shot, you know? <laughs> Thank you so much, Adam, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. To learn more about or connect with Adam, you can find him on LinkedIn or email him at adam at upside.builders. And there's links to each of these in the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. You can also get a free copy of my ebook, Passion Marketing, and learn how you can become a priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. You can also subscribe to Monetization Nation on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, our Facebook group, and on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode, and I wish you success with your video testimonials. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.